Missy D. Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm -hmm. Right, my beautiful, beautiful people, I've got so much to do today. I just don't know where to start, to be honest with you. Welcome to the podcast that is called The Journal of Missy D. 3.0 is my version right now. 4.0 is where I'm heading to. And uh, I think I'm going to get there pretty quick. I'm feeling wonderful today after a whole day of sleeping yesterday. I had a session with an amazing person and she did uh, it was part of a series of six that I did and it's called limitless living okay they're they're quite long sessions uh, but they're very profound as they say <laughs> goodness me yesterday was absolutely incredible I kind of missed it I really did because you know I I went through many many months of having a therapist today honestly it was Monday Ranu uh, Tuesday it was uh, Pooja on Wednesday it was Rangana on Thursday it was Lutfa and uh, Friday I had a day off because my Shane was here then I needed more therapy <laughs> no I didn't actually <laughs> Uh, and Saturday, Sundays, I took off. But then Saturday, Sundays, I was doing EFT at that time. Actually, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, I was doing, oh my God, seven days a week. Bloody hell. And then boom, boom. It all went peat tongue. And it all kind of, it all finished at the same time. Partly because it was coming to an end anyway. Partly because, because most of those practitioners were doing a thing called NLP. And partly because I went into the darkness and I'd hit rock bottom and I stopped all forms of therapy. So it's taken me a long time to even want to face sitting in a therapy setting uh, with a practitioner. And the, this one practitioner, I, I guess, is the only one that I really trust in life. She's now become a really good friend. And uh, <laughs> I have to <laughs> be honest, I do struggle a little bit. Like she's my friend now, uh, but she's also my practitioner, but she was my practitioner. I don't really have sessions with her, but I did have the session yesterday. Uh, but I, I just think with her being my friend, she's my therapist for life anyway. I'm just so privileged. You know, you get friends with benefits. This is the best benefit you can get from a really good friend. Like if I ever need her, she's there on tap, honestly. And uh, what she does for me, I swear to God, no one else does in this whole entire world um just by saying just not even saying just by being i've i think i've told you this before she's she can just be there like she can just sit there like a, a couple of about a week ago i think it was i wasn't in a great place remember last week i told you life can be hard sometimes it's like today i feel like whoa <laughs> like like 
honestly, like my head is in the clouds and it's nice and sunny outside. It's not nice and sunny, but in my world, it's nice and sunny. The sun is pouring down. It's all cloudy actually out there, but I feel like the sun's come out and I just feel like I want to go and play and just be like naughty and like bring out my inner child, you know? <laughs> but yeah, last week I, I, I was having these weird things where I would just stop and uh, I, sadness would, would overcome me. And a few other things as well. And one night I was, I've got a really bad habit. I really shouldn't because of the, or, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The electronic magnet EMF. I really shouldn't be sitting there in my bed on my phone, but I do. It's really bad. Change is hard. It is, but at least I'm trying. And at least I'm admitting that I'm effing up because it's not easy. So there I was in my puddle of tears, down my night suit. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this before, haven't we? Yeah. Asians, many Asians, not all Asians, some Asians, plenty Asians that I know called pajamas night suit. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> That's what I call it. A night suit. And I call a frying pan a fry pan. Do what you want. If you don't like it, uh, I don't care. <laughs> My sister detests the, the fact that I call a frying pan a fry pan. It's a fry pan. Because when I was a kid, My mum would say, Fry pan minu 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 pra. That's Punjabi for fry pan, minu. Fry pan is frying pan. Minu means me. Pra means give. So frying pan, me give is the literal translation of that. And if you are intelligent enough, you can translate that into give me uh, the frying pan. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like I sometimes do come out of the frying pan and into the fire. Why did I start the whole fry pan thing? Oh yeah, night suit. So yeah, I was dribbling uh, tears down my a night suit and there she was on Instagram and she sent me this message I was like Jesus Christ your timing and uh, she goes what's the matter I was like nothing and she, again what's the matter nothing Missy what's the matter and you can sit there going nothing she knows there's something and it was something actually it, I know I can vaguely remember the instant she loves to send these you know those um uh the self-help type of Instagram messages yeah and it was something about there was uh, two people and one said are you okay he goes no I'm not okay and uh, he said do you want to talk about it he went no I don't want to talk about it and then the other person I think Jesus Christ getting a bit emotional when is it okay if I sit just sit next to you and uh, and he went yeah wow what did I just I just welled up there see this is what keeps happening to me and uh, it it badly reminded me of her because she kind of just does this kind of shit. And then um, instantly she was online. I'm like, oh my fucking God, check your timing. I'm sitting here waiting my eyes out and you're like telling me, do you want me to sit next to you? And she just went, I'm here. Do you want to talk? And we spoke for a whole hour. And uh, by the end of it, I was laughing, which was the same thing happened when, uh, honestly, one night, I told you this before, when I felt like I just wanted my whole life to be over. She was there again and just sitting there, just being, just being. She didn't do anything. She just like, <laughs> she's very, I thought I was sarcastic. This woman is much more sarcastic than me. I haven't even met her in the flesh, honestly. I've seen her on Zoom. Uh, I chat to her regularly uh, on a weekly basis um, because she's that same person I told you about many months ago on my earlier podcast when I was going through the meals that um, regardless of 
what's going on in her life or my life or any, well, don't know about anyone else's life, but my life, I will always, 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 without fail, I will always get, Missy, are you okay? How are you? How are you doing? And it's freaking genuine. And it's from her heart. And she struggles (laughs) with stuff. I struggle with stuff. And together we're kind of muddling through it. I would never have thought a therapist would struggle with things. You wouldn't think, right? But there are little things that she struggles with. And uh, we're always battling like, can't you just accept, you tell me to accept this. Can't you just accept that? I'm like, yeah, but you don't accept this. So I can't accept this. And I struggle with this. Like, she's like, well, you got to sort your shit out because I ain't saying this or I ain't going to do this because I'm here. So Missy, you sort your shit out. So she she's a, a therapist that's, <laughs> quite fiery but I freaking love it man honestly it's not like uh, you know when you think of therapist you think Nambi Pambi and they've got these kind of weird voices and it's all Om Shanti Om <laughs> it's not like that with her but she's not, well she's not officially my therapist um, she's my friend now and she's a friend like I said with benefits so my therapist for life and I've already manifested quite a few things in the future and uh, I'm taking it with me. So we're going to go on a world tour. The only thing she needs to do is just make sure that my, that my mental my mental health is in perfect condition. That's her only job. She's going to get paid millions. She is, honestly, because I'm a billionaire. Uh, I need to put this picture up, actually, of my billion, three billion pound check on my wall that's been there for ages. And I've always told you this. I've never had any issues with money. Money comes, money goes, money. I did just on a computer. They mean nothing to me. I have never stressed about money because it will come wherever it's going to come from. I don't know. It'll just come. So uh, sometimes I get lots of it. Sometimes I get little bits of it. Right now, it's the 18th of July. My bank account has £42 and 15p in it. Yeah. And I've still got half of the month to go, but I couldn't give a shit because I've got everything that I need. I've got uh, people surrounding me with uh, love and kindness. People supporting me like this lovely now friend therapist. I've got my mother who I'm building great relationships with. And you guys are gagging for another double trouble uh, mum and me. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I can't say my relationship with my mum has been top notch recently because I've been going through my own shit. But, you know, uh, God bless her, sending her loving kindness. Uh, things are getting better between me and her. And uh, yeah, so I'm blessed to have that great relationship uh, with her. And she's looking hot, man, at the age that she is. And she's dying to get back on the radio, too. She's got that photo shoot with Madhu uh, on the 31st of July. She's, so she's really looking uh, forward to that. Like proper, <laughs> honestly, she thinks she's a freaking superstar now. She's going to start asking for riders and things soon. <laughs> and security and drivers and cooks and coolies <laughs> and next you'll be trying to steal my shrink that's never gonna happen <laughs> oh dear me it's all it's 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 madness honestly and I, I i just feel blessed that i've got a beautiful home to live in um we renovated it recently a couple of years ago and it's everyone that walks into it uh they're amazed by it. it's nothing glamorous we are not a mere people we are rich in our hearts I would say uh, mum's a bit of a uh, rich person in her heart too. She didn't give a shit how much money she's got in a bank. She just wants to live the high life and she has been living a high life all of her life. And I really admire that about my mum because uh, honestly, people come to our house and say, like, have you lot won the lottery? How is it that you lot live this high maintenance life? 
what do they call it? Champagne lifestyle on 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 what orange juice or something like that. Ours is even orange juice. Ours is water H two O from the tap, not even distilled. But we love it. There's nothing that I want or need for. Um, the only thing I don't even ask for is healing now because I'm healed. I am healed. I'm healed. I don't. There's no point me trying to keep going. Oh, I need to be healed. I am. I am healed. I I, I want to be in the present moment of uh, of gratitude and and health and wealth and love and uh, if I teach my mind that I'm healed then I own my mind and my mind works my body so I have to keep reminding my mind that I'm not ill I'm healed Uh, and this is something that I picked up from Cornelius last night or the last night I kind of half fell asleep on him but that's because I had this uh this final session of limitless living uh with me shrink right uh, not that she's a sh- she's a shrink yeah she's a shrink she's a counselor she's a shrink she's a therapist uh she is um everything she's um ev- amazing amazing person uh, right but so i had her yesterday and then i have cornelius every night monday to thursday sundays sometimes but mostly monday to thursday and he made sense he said many people come here because they want to be healed but what they don't really know and don't want to accept is that they're already healed and then he's saying saying well if you're already healed what are you doing here why why am i cornelius's and he said well you're here to maintain it and upkeep it and learn more about ill health uh, more about how life can affect you and and take that learning and help others and be the change that you want to be. Like that quote that Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. That is what Cornelius was on about today. And that's what today's podcast is called, Be the Change. And he made sense. So he said, and this is just standard shit, man, but people don't understand this. I've gone blue in the face saying this. I'm going to say it to you again. And before I go on, I'm no trained therapist. I am not a trained anything. I'm not no guru. I have been trained by the pain of life, I would say. I've been through a lot of pain. I've been through a lot of trauma. I've been through, I've been through the mills and I've learnt a lot just by going through this illness, reading lots of books, talking to people, going to places like coherence healing and uh, participating in uh, consciousness uh, with Cornelius, having limitless living sessions, EFT sessions, inner child sessions with many therapists. And I think the crux of crux of what Cornelius said last night, I always get a notification in the middle of a podcast. We all know the telephone is going to ring as well and the dog is going to bark. So let's don't worry about this. Look, this is ghetto studio, man ghetto i've been in the posh studios it really doesn't matter where you where you do your recordings or if it's not a sophisticated uh, just go with it go with its flow hey so yeah what 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 uh cornelius said last night he said if you're going to keep doing and being the same thing so if you're going to keep doing the same thing every day if you're going to keep being the same person every day if you are doing that every day every month every year and you're sitting there 
and you are gagging for your life to change, how is your life going to change if you're still doing exactly the same things and actions that are making you miserable? And they've made you miserable for those many years and decades, yet you yearn for your life to be different. But if you're not going to make changes to your life, your actions, your search, search is thoughts. If you're not making changes, then how the hell is your life going to change? And it's easier said than done. Because you could sit there and say to me, Missy, well, you know, you could, why don't you change your sort? Why don't you change your ways? If you, if you, if, if it's that simple, you wouldn't be ill. Correct. Because it's not just me. I have to work with my environment. I have to work with the people around me. Uh, I have to work still with issues. You can't just kind of throw the issues out of your system or your emotions and go, oh, get out of me. I wish it was a bit like that. I wish it was a bit like this is a bit crude, but it's true. A bit like going to the toilet. You do a pee, you wipe yourself. You do your pee, your poo. It's clean. You wiped your ass. Stick your knickers back up. You're back out the toilet. All that shit is gone. Right? Right? And if, if, if life was that simple, it would be great. I, uh, if I could shit out my illness, if I could shit out all the emotions, and if I could shit out all the baggage, it would be fucking amazing. But it's not that easy. And then you've got to maintain it. I've got to say there's one girl uh, who's on my radar, and I really need to get my shit together with getting the uh, podcasts and just recorded in an easier format so I don't have to sit here and edit so much. Her name is Rima Kula. Kula, Kullar, Kullar. Kullar is the in Punjabi way of saying it. Rima Kula, okay, is the Gora way of saying it. And I've already spoken to her. She's, she wants to come on the podcast. She, for one, it's just been a year now, she changed her life. And she was very, very unhappy with her life. A year ago, she came out as homosexual and she uh, publicly declared that. And she then went on a mission to change her life using affirmations, love, kindness and gratitude. Every day she goes on long walks. She does a gratitude, uh, her thankfulness, her manifestations. She goes into nature. She's uh, changed her attitude to life. She eats healthily. She goes swimming. She has stopped drinking alcohol and she's travelled all sorts of places in the last year. And she has lost so much weight. She's got such an amazing vibrancy to her right now. It's absolutely amazing. But if she did not make that change, then that change would not have happened. Uh, and I'm going to get her on and you'll see how much she has moved on in life. I've known Rima actually many, many years. Um, she knows my sister Kay in Windsor. And that's how I got to know her. And obviously she knows me uh, from the days of Club Asia Radio. I have partied with the girl back in the day. Yeah, she's she's gone through a lot. She, I, I I went to her I went to her wedding, and then she, you know that that went apart, um, and and now she's happy as Larry, which is absolutely amazing. And and Cornelius, he always makes sense. And by the way, remember last week I told you I was really getting irritated with the Cornelius, um, because I'm like, oh, I used to sit there going, oh my god, what am I doing here? I just things weren't happening for me a couple of weeks ago. Guess what happened? As soon as I kind of uh, thought, right, I got to keep get going with Cornelius. He's now doing this spotlight thing, right? So the beginning before he even starts is the whole consciousness meditations. He kind of chats to someone when he feels like it, not every day. And then all of a sudden he's like, hi, Missy, how are you? And I'm like, hi, in a bar. <laughs> hi, Cornelius, how are you? I was like, shit, only this morning, because I just recorded that podcast that morning. 
And that evening, Cornelius has picked on Missy out of the 700 people that are in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he goes, how are you? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And he was asking about the auction and stuff. And uh, I publicly thanked him uh, for the, the gifting of the free sessions he's gifted me till December this year. I don't pay a penny to him now. I don't. He gifted me those uh, monthly subscriptions because I have to pay um, 150 quid for, the, for this machine that I use every single day, uh, which I, I'll tell you about in a bit, basically. Yeah. So he was like, um, so tell me, how's the healing going? And I was like, listen, it's hard work. I've uh, gone up and down. I, I have good days. I have bad days. But the most important thing, uh, Cornelius, is that I'm I'm on the journey of this huge mountain. And every time I look up, I do get a, feel, a feeling of doom sometimes. Like, Jesus, look at that mountain. How am I going to climb that mountain? But I go up 10 steps and then I... I, I sometimes lose the plot and then I go back to 100 steps and then I go up 10 steps again. Then I go back 100 steps and uh, he he gets really happy when you come up with these kind of analogies and he kind of referred to it throughout the whole session. And he's like, think about Missy. She might have gone 10 steps forward, 100 steps back, but she's still going up the mountain. She's still moving. She's still making progress. Now, I tried to calculate this, right? I was like, am I making progress? Really? If you're going 10 steps forward, 100 steps back, you're not making pluses, you're making minuses. So if I start at zero and I do 10 steps and then I've gone back 100, I'm a minus 90, right? And I'm not going to go further than that because my math is shit. Hold on. Then if I go 10 steps forward, I'm going to be minus 80. Then I'm going to go 100 steps back. Then I'm going to be on a minus 170, 80, 90, something like that. So then I'm going into the minuses. So really, I'm in a deficit. But <laughs> you have to believe, right? The belief is this. The underlying sort of that is that I'm moving. I'm at least moving and I haven't stopped at any point in the mountain. Baby steps is what it's all about. This is what my therapist tells me all the time. Baby steps, Missy. Baby steps. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Baby steps. Cornelia says, just let it happen. Just close your eyes. Don't think about anything, how all this healing is going to happen or what these frequencies are doing. Just let it happen. And my cousin, Opie, who you heard on the podcast, she's always in contact and she's always saying, Missy, just don't think about anything. One step at a time. Just be mindful that you are making progress. You're doing shit. You're lying on that machine. That's doing something. You're allowing that machine to get rid of your viruses and your illnesses and your bugs and all that kind of thing. So although you sit there thinking, well, shit, this really isn't happening. Uh, it is happening. Okay. Uh, so... Surround yourself with positive positivity, I think, and and positive people. I was just talking to uh, another good friend of mine who I've recently uh, befriended, and we like mirror images of each other. And uh, I was I kind of made an observation. I was like, do you know, back in the day when I was a radio presenter, like I still am a radio presenter, but you know, when I was prominent at Club Asia Radio, I attracted complete weirdos. I attracted such weird people with weird agendas who just were not very nice people at all because they had ulterior motives and they treated me really, really badly. 
Because now if I think about it, I thought they were all my friends. None of them were my friends. I was just their Missy D prize. It's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Missy D. Missy D is someone that I know, you know, and it just wasn't pleasant. So, and then I said to this person, I goes, uh, but you know, your life is a mirror image of who you are and what you do, which Cornelius has said, said as well. Not just Cornelius, loads of people say this and it's absolutely true. You are what you eat. Uh, you attract people by the person that you are. Okay. You are in a, a mirror. Your life is a mirror image of you, your thoughts, your actions and your words. Honestly. And then I said to her, because do you know what? Recently, I've got a beautiful amount of people slowly filtering into my life um, who I completely resonate with. And these are the people I asked for. I asked, I said to you last time, I asked for a tribe to build a beautiful tribe of people in my life. People that resonate with me, people that mirror me. And this person mirrors me. People that think like me, people that when I speak to them and say that, you know, my job in this world is to share love and kindness. They don't laugh at me and go, what the fuck are you on about, Missy? Uh, have a drink. <laughs> love and fucking kindness. They actually, these people now go, exactly, Missy. Life is about sharing love and kindness. You are love. You are kindness. And these people get it. These people get it. And they, they're the same as me. And we, our mission in life is to help others I mean, it's mad, isn't it? Like this one person that I know, like my shrink, she does grief counselling. And today I found out this other woman who is like my mirror image and has become a really good friend. She also does grief counselling. Crazy, no? Not that, you know, and, and well, I'm not saying that I need grief counselling, but grief is to do with any kind of loss in life. And I've I've literally lost my livelihood and things in my life. And um, these are people that passionately, passionately out of their own time, like the, the mirror image woman, I'm not naming her because I don't know if she wants me to name her, right? I'm just being confidential uh, with her identity. And if she ever wants me to uh, be open about her name, then I'll let you know. And same with my my shrink. I can't tell you her name because she might not want me to tell you her name. Yeah. But um, yeah. So she, she does an evening a week, five hours manning telephones for South Asians uh, who have lost babies. And she does that off her own back. And then she once a week, she uh, has face to face. She does it's not a seminar. What's it called when she has people come in the evening, like an evening, like, you know, invites all these uh, parents and stuff and uh, and uh, has like a like a, maybe a grief meeting or something like that off her own back. She works full time. She does lots of other things. Uh, but I think she's an amazing human. And there's a new friend of mine um, who who is in India. And I recently sang with Gitanjali. And she resonates very much with me. And she uh, very much connects with my madness, my humour, my singing. And I think my no filter. <laughs> Uh, so I've connected really well uh, with her too. Now, talking about Gitanjali, uh, she sang a song and I decided to do a duet on it and it came out really, really well. Um, she loves to dance and um, she has been through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I am going to get her on as well. And uh, she's very open, very, very open about her journey. 
again, I, it's about me trying to find a bloody way to record some audio um, easily rather than Zoom because Zoom is shit. I'm sorry, Zoom, but you are shit. You're great when it comes to video. And I could record it on video, but then for me to transfer it back onto audio, that's a nightmare. So I need to find a way of getting nice, clear audio like this on the audio. But talking about her, I put that song on on social media last week, but I'm going to play it for you today. And also I'm going to play you a new one, uh, which I duetted, duetted, duetted with uh, a lovely girl called Kirti. Kirti, I've known for, for decades um, she was a friend of a friend. I'm no longer friends with that friend because he turned out to be a little shit. I don't know if you still know him, Girti. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we're in regular contact. She was also a fan, fan of me, Missy D 3.0. And um, she was like, I want to do a duet with you as well, Missy. She's a very good singer. And uh, so she sang, sang she knows I'm a Adnan Sami fan. Uh, so I've duetted with her. So I'll be playing hers as well. So I tell you what, just so you get a bit of a break from me, this one is me and Gitanjali. I hope you like it. <laughs> And I apologise, Gitanjali, for ruining your beautiful singing there. But as you know, I sing to heal my lungs. And I, I really do feel that the singing helps. And you know me, I don't care if I can't sing. It's not the best. You can sit there and troll me if you want to. Or you can go and tell the world that Missy can't sing and she just thinks she can sing and she's ruined my life. I don't care. It's my life and my podcast and my singing. And and it's not terrible, is it? I mean, I'm not like howling. It could it could have been a, a lot worse. I know it needs improvement. Um, But I, I know that in years to come, I will be a good singer. I just need to find time to, to train myself. Going back to being the change, right? Healing is not easy. And... It's a lifelong journey, okay? 
But it's like this. I have come across a lot of people in my life and there's, there's a lot of people in my radar that moan so much that their life is not going anywhere, that life is shit. Through doing the healing journey that I am on, I'm, I am much more sensitive to people when they just have a conversation. And what I found is this, right? Whenever I have a conversation, at least 90% of the time, I find a lot of people enjoy negativity. They love gossiping. They love putting people down. Their, their, their conversation is not about how we can make this world a better place. Mostly, 99% of Lee, it's all about this person shit, that person shit, this person did this, that person did that. Why is that person uh, dressed like this? Why is that person got all that money? That person don't give a shit about me, so I, I don't give a shit about them. Really horrible, snidey kind of put down comments and why, 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 why? Judging people on how they look, judging people on how they live, judging people on their, um, their conduct, uh, on their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their husband, their wife, their house, their job blah 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 blue blah blah and just goes on and on it's always a comparison and I can't say I've not done that because part of my friendships back in the day just was about bitching about people and we thought that was a great evening that we'd sat there for three hours drinking and eating and bitching about people ha ha he he ha ha did you hear about her did you hear about him did you hear about that blah, blah, blah. and it was like yeah what a great evening it wasn't a fucking great evening but I was programmed and conditioned to think that 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 it was and now I'm very much more kind of what's that big I don't know big words I'm sorry uh, I'm a bit I'm more mindful is it mindful I'm sure there's a posh word that people use for mindful but I'm more kind of <clears throat> yeah mindful and receptive to how to address people it doesn't always work like that because people can wind me up and I can kind of just be unkind but I immediately recognise that I've been unkind and I kick myself because I'm like, Ugh. and maybe I might apologise, maybe not. But what I've learned is this, right? And so many people out there are right. And it's just a really, really simple equation. Like many people out there, I'm on lots of forums on uh, Facebook and Instagram and blah. And, you know, honestly, I really just think they would abolish social media. It's just really bad, really, really bad because... Even when people say nice things, you get trolled for it. For example, there's a comedian. I was just watching her this morning. What was her name? Rosie something. Hold on. I've put, I put it on my phone. What was her name? Uh, let me just see. Rosie Jones. Uh, Rosie Jones has a documentary coming out this Thursday. So by the time you hear me, it would have been out by now. And she's called it, Am I a Retard? And people have trolled her because of the title of her documentary and they are insulted by it they're disgusted by it and they're called her all sorts of things under the sun I mean who are these people to judge her and to tell her that she's this 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 because she chose to be real and controversial it's a controversial title you know retard is not how you address disabled people but she has I think it's multiple sclerosis I might be wrong let me see Hold on. Don't want to get it wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You see, there's the telephone. I told you, I told you. <laughs> I told you. <ya. laughs> uh, Rosie Jones. Uh, she's got... Oh, 
she has got cerebral palsy uh, right so she's got this uh it's coming out 10 o'clock on thursday and she is a stand-up comedian but she's actually addressing um how it says here Rosie, who's got, who's got cerebral palsy, sets out to try to understand how prevalent disability trolling is in the UK and why it's often left completely unchecked. She sets herself the challenge of confronting a troll directly, as well as exploring the ro role social media has to play in the rise of this abuse. Rosie wants everyone in the UK to be ma made aware of ableism and to stand up to, to it when they see it. So, it was on this morning, you know, this morning, you know, when that whole drama with this morning, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> She was on this morning and she said, I'm sick and tired of having to make people feel comfortable around me because I have cerebral palsy. And she talks with a slur. Uh, you have to really concentrate sometimes to understand what she's saying. But she can speak. She's speaking in English. Right. And uh, she goes, uh, I had to become the comic and take the piss out of me for people to feel comfortable around me. And now she's like, why should I do that? Why should not people make me feel comfortable as I am seen as the odd one out? Do you know what I'm saying? I will be watching that on Thursday. And it's just awful, absolutely awful how people judge people because of their looks, because of their colour, their creed. And it's the same old bullshit that we're still talking about. I mean, we've been talking about this all of my life. And even when I die, people... We'll keep talking about it because it won't change unless there's a mass, 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 mass change of people's sorts and the way we're conditioned and the way things are. It's never going to change, is it? It's the, the skinny girls are always going to be looked as beautiful. The fat girls are going to be looked as as not beautiful. The dark skinned girls are not going to be seen as beautiful. The fair skinned are still going to be seen as beautiful. It's just wrong absolutely freaking wrong the boys in asian culture are still going to be giving given uh, you know going to be given pedestals and the girls will still be in the kitchens i know people are making chains and missy is not being negative here people are making changes and i salute all those people that are making those subtle changes and are training their kids not training like in like you know army camp boot camp but you know them they're 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 you know try, trying to make them into good humans but it's going to take a massive change isn't it so I think even now, if you're like, if you're listening to this, right, and your life is shit and you're fed up of it and you say like, I don't know, you're yearning for someone to, to love you, right? And you've been thinking this for years. I need someone to love me, like really love me. And I want that like really beautiful love from oh, whoever you want it from, male, female, non-binary, transgender, whatever it is, Right. But the essence of it, it doesn't matter who is giving it to you. You want love and you're pining for it. Not for weeks, not for months, maybe, maybe years. But that love never comes to you. Why do you think that might be? Think about it. Exactly. You have to be the change that you want to see. So I know I'm sitting here, I, find, I feel like I'm giving you a lecture and I feel like I'm on a soapbox and I feel like, oh, I'm a therapist. I'm just telling you people what I what I'm learning from the people that surround me with love and kindness. Yeah. And I know it's well, I don't know. I don't know if this is standard information for some of you. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the first time you're listening to this and maybe uh, your penny might drop today because 
And if I'm your messenger for that, then I feel privileged because I'm I'm helping to change your life. Someone messaged me the other day. I was singing on a Sunday night and uh, they said to me, they they sent me a message back. And I swear to God, I had tears in my eyes. They sent me a message that said, where's it gone? All they said was, you always make me smile when I'm really in a dark place. And that was a response to uh, a song that I sang to heal my lungs on the um, on the Sunday night, I think it was. Oh, by the way, I'm going to play the next song, me and Girti singing Adnan Sami at the end of this podcast, okay? And by the way, if you if you want to duet with me, let me know and I will get you to send me your WhatsApp and I will then produce the whole thing. I'll sing with it and then you can be featured on my podcast and on my social media as well. Um, helping me to heal my lungs and duetting with me. Uh, may God bless you uh, with lots of love and kindness uh, for doing that. And it's so much fun. So uh, it, it helps me. Um, so I would love it if you could help me even more uh, with singing with me and, and duetting with me. We could try maybe even do it live on some kind of uh, social media app or something like that. But going back to the love. If you are looking for proper, true, amazing love, like the, the ones you see in the films, that is, that's possible. But you have to be the love. You have to be the change. You have to be that the love that you are looking for. I'm scared of love. I've never been in love. I've never had a long-term relationship. Um, and I still fear it because I've got a block within myself about not being good enough to be loved. And also I have a fear of loving others because uh because of i think having knockbacks from love and also seeing love as not a good thing and that's because of my own kind of battles and life and stuff like that so i would love to have more love in my life but i have to give more love to get more love and i still hold my love back so i have to be love to get love and until I don't make that change because your life is a mirror image of your life and until I don't uh, project out the love I'm not going to get it back it's like a boomerang it honestly is so <laughs> try it and it's not easy that all I can say to you is not easy but if you train and you focus on it daily and you give everyone that you come across loads of love you don't have to keep sitting that sit there and go no I love you I love you it's about uh, just from your heart just giving them love being kind to people you know if you give kindness you will get if you're craving for kind people around you you have to be kind to have kindness back it's an easy equation and being kind is not doing stuff and then say oh I did that for you I did that for you I did that for you and don't forget I did that for you <laughs> no kindness is standing back and thinking right how can i help this person what can i do for this person to make their life better how can i help them if someone is struggling how can i help them not for your own gain or to get brownie points what can i genuinely do whether it's emotionally physically financially anyway lee anyway just do it if it's within your means and sometimes it's not even even within your means, but just do it because whatever you give, 
it'll come back to you tenfold. And not, and, and I, I don't do that for, for any kind of greed. But if I'm giving out good, who, who doesn't want good back, you know? So if you're going to give out hate, you're going to get 10 times hate back. Think about it. If your life is always full of frustration, of anger, of sadness, of um, hate, of, um, you know, why is my life shit? It's because that's the vibrations that you are putting out. Stop all that. Put it all to one side. Try the love and kindness route. Love yourself. Love others. There's all sorts of ways to love everyone, you know? Build good relationships with people, even if you don't like them, even if you've had a bad relationship with them. Try the love and kindness route. They will eventually go, what the, what the, should they be so nice to me? Uh, But we hate each other. Why are you being so nice? Honestly, they will crack like under. (laughs) Uh, Kindness. Just honestly, be kind always and see the change. And uh, even money. Like if people put so much on money, honestly, guys, uh, money is not the be all and end all. And I know a lot of you, because I always get the lectures back from the people when I have these conversations, when well, you don't pay a mortgage and you don't have all these responsibilities of paying these bills, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't. But, you know, because I live with my mom, I don't have a mortgage. I don't have children. But I do have responsibilities. I do have bills to pay. I have other things in life that I have to pay for. I had to start working uh, just as lockdown started. I was getting, I was a supply teacher then. And then... I told you, remember, I was I got paid through the government for that. And then then the doctor, he signed me off and said, there's no way, Jose, that you can go back to a school. Number one, because before that, I was picking up lots of infections anyway. But number two, you can't work in a public environment for a very long time because you are susceptible to picking up the covid. So, you know, fine, if you're not going to work in a school, don't think I'm going to send you off to work in an office. You can't do that either. And at that point, I was kind of getting weaker. Something had happened. I don't know when the oxygen started coming back to me, but um, I just wasn't physically able to work. So, yeah, I haven't been able to work uh, for, for, for many years. So my uh, financial situation isn't great. I'm in a, I'm in a lot of, of credit card debt. Trust me. Trust me. I could, I could declare myself bankrupt if I wanted to. And I haven't, but I might. We'll see. But anyway... So money, although I don't have loads of money, I've never had the need or want or desire of like, oh shit, this is my bit of money. I better hold on to it, give it a big hug and don't let it go. No, man, it comes, it flows in and out of my bank account. Everything that I want, I have. Top iPhones, top holidays, top clothes, top restaurants, top whatever, I have it all. Honestly, I have the best life. Go to concerts, go to pubs, bars, clubs, all that, con- the, lo- the, lo- the lot. I I don't sit here pining for, oh my God, I don't have that much money. And there are people that have so much money, so much money, and they don't do anything because, oh, I haven't got any money. Oh, I can't afford it. I couldn't afford that. Oh, come off it, man. I can't afford it, but I afford it. Why? Because I find that if I just openly and happily spend the money somehow it kind of replenishes itself back it's just weird it's not weird it's 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 manifestations um so i have a great relationship with money i am very comfortable with the inflow and outflow of my money fine i've got debt um and thank god uh, i pay a pound a month 
to these people through um, step change. And uh, I've been paying them a pound a month for a very, very long time. Uh, but it's, it's, and there's no shame. I'm not ashamed that I'm in uh, financial debt. I mean, what is it? And I've said this a million times to so many people and they think I'm mental. And I don't care. Um, money, money. I've said, I think I've said this to you before as well. Money are digits on a computer. I think I said this to you last week, right? And it doesn't matter how much you got on there. Imagine one day the whole of the whole world's computers went down. Every computer screen went down. Every software went down. There's only a certain amount of money in cash in the world. In the in, in you know in the banks. I don't even think banks keep any cash. It's just in the 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 cash machines, the ATMs, right? And that's probably x amount of percent of the world's population's money in cash. Everything would crash. The economy economy would crash. Everything would go to pot, right? So money listen carefully, does not exist. What you're killing yourself for on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, money, it's not yours. It's it's it's, it's, it's in a computer. It's in a computer screen. And I know you're going to be shouting at the, uh, the whatever you listen to this on and go, Missy, you're talking shit. I'm not. I'm not. If all of us right, right now went out, say like you've got, oh, I don't know, you've got what, 100 grand in your bank? And I've got £43 in my bank. I'll go and get my 43 quid. You go and get your 20 grand or 200 grand, 100 grand, whatever it is. If we all go around, go into the ATMs or the banks and say, give my money. They ain't got the money. They haven't got it. Do you know how much debt this whole world is in? Hold on. Let me Google that. I can tell you how much debt the world is in. Let's see. Uh, world debt. How much? How much debt is the world in? Here we go. $305 trillion is global debt at the moment. $305 trillion. So even the world's economy is in deficit. So I suggest if you want money in your life and you want everything, like you, you want to be comfortable, let relax. Relax with the money. Relax. Stop thinking, where's the money going to come from? You've got loads of money in your bank. You've got loads of money in your savings account, yet you discard it because that's for your bloody rainy day. Oh my God, give me strength. You've got money, but you're refusing to accept that you've got that money. You won't spend it on, on you know, instead of going to Waitrose, where I go, you go to bloody Lidl because it's cheaper. But the food and the quality is better in my Waitrose. My, my brother-in-law... The other day, I made an amazing Pakistani chicken curry, old style. It was the most delicious curry you've ever eaten. It was an amazing recipe. But he was like, the meat tastes amazing. How come it's such good meat? I goes, because, brother, I bought that as, as um, what was it called? Respons responsibly sourced. It was a special kind of chicken they get in marks. I, I, I forgot what it's called now. Ethically sourced, responsibly sourced, something like that. It's a certain brand that I always buy. The, an old biddy told me about it at Christmas. I was there buying me um, chicken at Christmas because that's last Christmas we had chicken. We didn't have turkey because there was bird flu, you see. And there was all these old biddies uh, a couple of days before Christmas. And they was like, this is the chicken to get. It's so good. This is so delicious. I've been having it for years. <laughs> so I had I, I, the only chicken I buy is that now. And he was like, it's really tasty because it had no chemicals in it, because it was ethically sourced, responsibly, responsibly sourced, you see. So 
Stop being conduce and buying shit and putting shit in your body. Buy good quality. Do good quality. Give yourself everything that you want. Because you know when they say you've only got one life to live, that's a load of bullshit. You've only got one death. In this life, listen to me carefully, you don't have one life to live. You get one stab at death. You only die once. Yet, you get to live every single day. But most people don't live every single day because they are um, ha- going through a meh existence because they are saving their money for a better day. They are not pulling out the good dishes for another day. They are not allowing people to sit on their new sofa and put plastic on it because they're trying to save the sofa. For what? For heaven's sake, honestly. A sofa's job is for you to put your ass on. And if it gets dirty, so what? That's the job of the sofa. If your, if your carpet is getting dirty, get a, get a shampoo out and shampoo the bloody carpet. Oh, start getting so like over the top with like take your shoes off. Honestly, I'm sorry if you think I'm being over the top. But like I said, this is my podcast and I've gone way, way over time uh, with all of this. But what I want to finish with, right, is if you want change in your life, be the change that you want in your life. Give love, get love. Be kind, get kindness back. Give hugs. I crave hugs. I crave beautiful. I, I had a friend. Um, do I call her a friend now? <sighs> I guess she's a friend. Uh, yeah, she's still a friend. She used to give me the most amazing, 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 amazing hugs. That used to change my life. When she we, she'd hug me, I felt like, wow. Like the, the world would stop. Because it was a genuine, lovely hug. Uh, and I crave those hugs. But do I give those hugs? I don't give those hugs. So if I don't give those hugs to anybody how am I going to get those hugs back if I give hugs I'm going to get hugs right like Cornelia said yesterday give to the homeless and someone had emailed him and they went Cornelius I gave a dollar to a homeless person the next day I found 20 dollars on the floor can this happen that quickly he went yeah if you give kindness and you give from the heart you will get it back like a boomerang keep saying to you so if you want hugs give hugs I've got to do that. I don't give hugs. I want love, but I don't give, I do give love, but not as much as I should. And I'm I'm not as open to love what I should be. I still have that barrier of I don't deserve to be loved um, by, in the intimate way of things. So I've got to, I've got to work on that. I better talk to my shrink about that, actually. Maybe she can do me a couple of sessions. In fact, I'm starting a new one. Maybe she can do that for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll put that down on my, on my, intake form you know genuinely honestly your life is your mirror genuinely go and help people dilse from your heart not wanting anything back or begrudgingly or like oh god you know i'm here and i've got better things to do but i'm oh let me just try and help this person because it might better me better better my life my life forget that if you're going to do that then don't do it you know don't go to the gurdwaras and the temples and the churches and light a candle or do seva and give food or do some cooking because you want something back oh no not as in like in the, in the sense like god i did this can you give me a bigger house i'm doing this can you give me a big car i did this can you give me more money no 
it's all about loving kindness people just start with loving kindness start with hugs start with charity and genuinely just give what you can don't worry about your money honestly don't worry about your money it will all come to you it will i promise you and you'll have enough enough is enough enough for you to be happy and to think wow this is real life so enough of the lectures <laughs> i feel <laughs> i feel like i've given you a massive lecture today i sometimes feel i'm just talking to myself really whatever i say to you is what i'm trying to tell me uh, and that's the god's honest truth and i've got to do all of this i've got to be much more loving kindness i am a kind person i think i need to be more kind to me uh, and probably there are certain people i'd like to be kinder to but i've just got to find avenues to do that and i'm working on it money i'm a billionaire money's no issue in my life honestly it's not it comes it goes i get loads i get little it's always there so i love you money thank you thank you for being so kind and for bestowing me with your beautiful money every single day hugs i've got to learn to hug man i've got to learn to hug uh but uh, yeah probably i'll start with my mum maybe i'll give my mum a hug later on and see what happens the thing is you know i'm telling you to do all this stuff but when people aren't used to doing it they will look at you so when my mum comes back she's at a bar right now and she comes back from the bar and i hug her she'll be like what the, what are you doing and she does that to me once in a while as well she'll hug me and I'm, i look at her and go what are you doing what do you want <laughs> it's not normal do you know what i'm saying so you've got to retrain your mind and your your soul to do this kind of stuff so just remember life is a mirror of anything that you do don't judge anyone stop the negativity stop the spitting negative irons stop the spears and the bows and the arrows and being not nice be nice be love be kind and see how your life changes for the better i'm going to love you and leave you with the duet that i did with kirti this is my beautiful adnan sami and uh i apologize <laughs> if i've ruined the song kirti is an amazing singer thank you kirti um and yeah hopefully i'm going to see well not hopefully i'm going to see adnan sami soon uh you guys take care be good next week hopefully inshallah i will be bringing you double trouble mom and me and episode two and she is raring to go in fact let me see if i record this next was it next week no actually yeah that'll be the week before we do the photo shoot uh, with madhu so and then i'll have her back as well so guys if i've said anything wrong maaf karna mujhe and i'm sorry <laughs> but i i will speak from the heart and um oh i've got a lot of work to do and i've got a lot of work to do let me go and find someone to love take care enjoy the song and i'll catch you soon Mwah. ye zameer ruk jaye aasman chuk jaye tera chehra jab nazar aaye ho tera chehra jab nazar aaye ye zameer ruk jaye aasman chuk jaye 
तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए हो तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए तू इजाजत दे अगर तुझसे थोड़ा प्यार मैं कर लू जाने बैठ जा मेरे सामने खाली दिल खाली नजर पर जाने तू खफा हो जाए रात भी हो जाए बिन तेरे आचल में छुप जाए छुप जाए ये जमी रुक जाए आसमां चुक जाए तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए हो तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए तू अगर कहते मुझे चांद पी ले आऊ जाने जाने एक तारा मांग ले आसमा ले आऊ जाने जाने जा याद तू जब आए नींद भी ले जाए ख्वाबों के जंगल में छुप जाए छुप जाए ये जमी रुक जाए आसमा चुक जाए तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए हो तेरा चेहरा जब नजर आए Sí, sí.